Bird's Eye View with Erica McCall is presented by the DC Crossover. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Bird's Eye View. I'm your host, Erica Bird McCall, because my last name is McCall. <laughs> and my, and my, my McCall is a little, is a little uh, shaken up, y'all. I went to Universal Studios um, and was screaming my butt off on the rides. And so my voice is a little gone. The McCall is a little shaken up, but we're still here about to rock with the 10th episode of season you guys been here thank you for for listening in it's been uh big blessings and i have an amazing guest i can't wait to introduce her you guys i know you guys can read it on when you're already listening to the show but i gotta introduce her i'm hyped but for those who do not know me first i'm eric mccall once again i've played overseas ball in the WNBA for five years in hungary and in Turkey, and I played all around the league. And now I'm here in Arizona, rehabbing, training to get back right to play in Spain. My guest, we're rivals. I'm super hyped. <laughs> I'm super happy to play against her. <laughs> but we've got an amazing episode, y'all. Um, I'm here to just educate. I came up with a new word today. It's called edutain. I'm here to educate y'all and entertain y'all about what it's like to be a female professional basketball player. We go through the ups and the downs, and I'm here to bring the stories to y'all firsthand from some amazing guests. I like to call them friends. I hope we, I hope we can call ourselves friends after this. <laughs> but <Yes>. no, <laughs> I'm talking too much as usual. Everyone, welcome on our guest, no other than Rebecca Gardner. Welcome on. Thank you for being on the show. Hey, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank, thank you. What do you do you go by Beck? Is, is that fine if I call you Beck? Yeah, you can call me Beck. Cool. Okay. So we got Beck on y'all. Um, you guys requested her a lot on on Twitter. I had DMs for requests. People like I'm like giving hints to like who's coming on as a future <laughs> episode. They're like, is it Rebecca Gardner? Is it y'all? <laughs> I got it in the works. I got it in the works and we got her on the show. Big blessings. Beck, let me read your bio. Um, okay. You're amazing. So let me just go ahead and get into it. Okay. Okay. You graduated from <laughs> from a UCLA in, in 2012. Um, you're a Bear, Pac-12, Pac-10, Pac-10 and Pac-12. You're one of those. Yeah, wait, were we there the same time? Nope. No, I missed okay. you. Yep, I'm I missed you. I'm a little you. bit older, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but fun fact, your sister was my host for... Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Okay, yes. okay. And we went to it. She took me to a Big Sean concert and uh, yeah, we had a good time. Okay, yeah, my sister is fun. <laughs> oh, super fun, super fun. I love being around her. So so shout out to your sis. Um no, but now you, you didn't go to UCLA though. You know what? We'll we'll talk after this. Why? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we will talk about that after the show. <laughs> but okay. I do have respect. I love Coach Corey and um some of my, my dearest friends play for UCLA, Carrie Corver, Kennedy Burke, KB, you guys were teammates. So that's that's yeah. my soul sister right there. She told me to tell you hi, by the way. Okay, cool, cool. Tell her I said I do. <laughs> I will, I will. All right, yes, graduated in, in 2012. Um, you're a part of the, the all Pac-12 team in 2012. Y'all, she's currently playing for the Chicago Sky, where she's averaging in her rookie season, nine points, 3.2 rebounds, 1.5 steals, and shooting 54% from the two, 32% from the three. I don't know if you guys are basketball junkies, but if you are, that's freaking incredible especially for your first year in the league. I won't say what my Thank stats you. were, but they were nowhere near that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
Absolutely. And because we are an all-inclusive podcast, we like to talk about overseas. To the 10-year vets that's played for Israel, Turkey, Romania, and Spain, where she was most recently named MVP of the Spanish League, y'all. That's big time. We got a, we got a big timer on. Like I said, only bring the heavy hitters on the podcast. <laughs> only bring the heavy hitters. So I'm, I'm super excited. Plus, we're going to be playing against each other in Spain. I know our teams have some big rivals, so I'm I'm yes, hyped for it. Yeah. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Like I said, okay. we gotta talk about all, we gotta talk. We gotta talk after this because okay. we UCLA, Spain, <laughs> all that good stuff. <laughs> right. But yeah. once again, welcome on the show, uh, man. You have a, an amazing story to tell. I'm excited to get to it. Like I said, the fans are hyped. But just want to say thank you again. And if you are ready, it's time for a game. Okay, I'm a little nervous, but okay, let's go. <laughs> you know, all my guests are always nervous when I say we have a game, but you know, I like to keep it light. I like to keep it fun, just to just to get us a little loose for you know for the for the uh, the interview. But I like okay. to title my games, and um, this title is called Another Than the Rookie and the Vet. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> usually, I like to t- usually I like to you know keep a theme with my questions. I don't know if all my questions will be with the theme, but I, it'll be fun nonetheless. So let, let's get to it. Okay. Let's all go. right, here we go. Here we go. First question, tough one. Harold's okay. or In and Out? Um, I actually, li- okay, you know I'm from Southern California, right? Yes, yes, Cali to the. So you know I'm from Cali, so I love it. Yeah, definitely In and Out for sure. And actually, I've never even heard of Harold's. I don't know if that's bad. <laughs> oh, bag, baby girl. The Chicago fans are going to get you. <laughs> girl, you never heard of Harold's chicken? I haven't. People, like, I got to get out. Like, I've been so focused on basketball that I need to, like, get out and, like, experience some real Chicago, you know? You know what? That's what we're giving you a pass. You've been so focused on basketball. You have been balling that we're going to give you a pass that you do not know what Harold's <laughs> okay. chicken is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But you know what? I am happy that you chose In and Out. I'm from Bakersfield, so I'm okay, on Cali okay. too. So Cali, I'm I'm choosing In and Out as well. What's what's your order? Okay. Um, I just keep it simple. Just a, a cheeseburger, a cheeseburger meal with. So I might do animal style fries and okay, like there we go. Shake, you know, yep. what I mean? shake it up. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right, next question. Whose player's game did you admire the most before you got into the league? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, before I got into the league, I would say, I mean, there's so many good players, but um, I would say I really like, I mean, I really like, she doesn't play anymore, but I really was a big fan of Maya Moore, to be honest. Like, and I, I'm, I'm kind of sad she doesn't play anymore or it's on a break. I hope she comes back, but Me too. Um, I feel like she's just like she's like one of the all-time greats and like she just has like a level that she's gotten to a level that is like uh, one that I want to get to you know what I mean and that one that I wanted to get to she you know win championships and all that and I feel like she just embodies like greatness and I love her so big facts great answer and you're on your way to that you're you're playing on (laughs) y'all the number one team (laughs) in the league right now y'all playing for the commissioner cup tomorrow so I'm I'm grateful that you that you won the pod right now uh Mm -hmm. right before that big game I think that's that's pretty darn dope I know what I would do with thirty thousand dollars (laughs) so 
I know. I haven't even thought about it yet. Don't even think about the money. Just you know, I know you focus on just on just on winning the game, the but first listen, but yeah. first listen, but when you win that thirty k, I might have to ask, hey, hey, what you gonna do with that? Because <laughs> that's a lot of that's a lot of guap. Yes, sir. Just a little <laughs> extra change. Definitely a little extra change. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next question. What has been the most, or who's been the most fun team to play against in the league with you guys, or who you really enjoy playing against? Um, I like playing against. Uh, I mean, there's a few teams. Uh, I you think can name I you like, can name more than one. Hmm. So I I know you guys just I don't know if you've seen you probably didn't see the game, but like we just played New York. Yes. Um, and I like the matchup against Sabrina. Uh, I had to guard her a lot, and like we were kind of like going back and forth, so that was like a fun matchup. But I also kind of like playing against. Um, I would say, whew, there's so, so many good teams, but um, I'm I kind of like the fast paced game, so I, okay. I like playing against teams like Atlanta and stuff right. like that. Um, I feel like the and even Vegas, to be honest, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the fast pace, so I feel like even tomorrow's gonna be fun. And um, uh, whenever the game is fast, like that's like I'm like, okay, this is my type of game. You yes. know what I mean? So yes. Uh, I our last game against Vegas too, it was like so fast. It was up and down. I don't know if you remember. It was like when we were down by thirty or twenty. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Yes. So um, I would definitely say all the faster paced teams, and you know, I would say Vegas, Atlanta definitely like okay yeah tough nice I think a lot of fans would be surprised you said Atlanta but your 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 reasoning makes sense as to why yeah because they play the fast pace and uh I just like I just like that style do you guard Ryan uh I did guard yeah uh the last time we played them I guarded Tiffany Hayes sometimes but back and forth you know that's speed yeah, yeah. <laughs> you talk so. about speed. Yeah, I, okay. You definitely enjoy doing that because I would yeah, guard so. her. And I like having those matchups, like where I get to like guard those good players. Yeah, because that like helps me like get into the game more. So oh, she's a dog. Um, she said, "I want the best player on the team, coach." Yeah, yeah. Okay. Every time I saw it, I'm ready. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Yes, and that's why she's balling right now in the league because she has that dog like mentality. <laughs> great answers you're, you're you're killing it you see you're killing the game portion i yeah, told you it's gonna be so it's far gonna be the game fun. not that hard <laughs> <laughs> that's what, i try to keep it easy for you guys <laughs> okay yeah. next question ucla in the big 10 thumbs up or thumbs down Ooh, um i'm gonna go with thumbs mm-hmm. down thumbs down yep me too <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. They're bound for the Pac-12. It's it's a West Coast. They're going to be competing all over the country. They're going to be freaking tired. But I am looking forward to seeing how the UCLA women's basketball team competes against Big Ten competition. I think it's going to be really exciting. Yeah, I mean, it could bring some more, like, you know, usually East Coast recruits don't come to the uh, West Coast. So it could bring some people. But I just, I just really like how, like, the Pac-12 was kind of like the known conference of the west coast and yes um there's still some great schools like you know stanford and like all there's still some great schools but it's just like kind of like we were known for this side but yes. i mean at the same time it's going to bring a lot of more exposure to ucla usc and um and i i feel like it could be good but i just i'm like team west coast so 
Like, you know, same here. Cali, Cali till we die. That's what, that's all we yeah. say. West coast, <laughs> exactly. best coast. So I'm a little weary, yeah. but it's going to be fun to watch. I'm, I'm interested to see how the, this first year is going to go for them. The big 10. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it'll get them more exposure for sure. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. Keep an eye out for yeah. UCLA in that big 10. Okay. Last question. Mm-hmm. What has been the biggest surprise for you playing in the league? Um, the biggest surprise. So, hmm, I'd say like the biggest surprise for me would be like kind of like seamlessly fitting in to the role that I have been for the team. Mm. Does that make sense? Like, yes, yes. I feel like no one ever really knows how someone's game will translate into, into the league. And then it's also not, there's been players that played in the league for years and haven't found their like spot or like their role on the team. So I feel like that's been like, it's been surprising. um, But like, it's been like, not only surprising, it's just been like, kind of like a blessing and like, it's just almost like sometimes I think it's surreal that how it's happened. You know what I mean? So no, for sure. I mean, I think I, I mean, I know I definitely was the player that it took some time and it's, and it's rare to get on a team coming in, especially a team like Chicago. They just came off a championship season to find your fit, to find your groove with a team and for you to do it. So, like you said, so seamlessly, that's, that's super dope. And I think one of the reasons why you are so successful this season Oh, thanks. Yeah. And there's so many great players on the team, too. So, yes. of course. Yeah. yeah. Just to meet you. <laughs> Candace Parker, just to meet you, or Leah yeah. Copper, you know. So, <laughs> so. yes, I mean, the list, the list goes on. So, you're surrounded right. by greatness. And for you to be able to, yeah. to insert yourself with that, um, it can be really hard. And for you to do, I think it, and I like, I think a lot of that comes with the mindset. So, kudos to you um, for being able to just adapt your mindset to a new setting mm-hmm. so yeah super dope yeah yeah it has been so far so. <laughs> well you passed the game portion of the show I hope it was okay. easy I hope it was fun was it fun yeah it was fun it wasn't okay. as I had no reason to be nervous so <laughs> exactly exactly I, that's what the whole podcast is gonna be about is don't be nervous it's gonna be fun we're just having a conversation that's what I like to tell my guests we're just conversing What's up, Hoops fans? For all things Wizards and Mystics, plus Nationals, WFT, and Caps Talk, check out the DC Crossover Podcast with me, Ben Simpson, and my co-host, Mike Cerrone. We talk all things District of Champions as well as play sports trivia, give out weekly picks, and of course, talk plenty about fast food. Listen to the DC Crossover Podcast wherever you download your shows. We'll also provide a link in the description of this episode. Now back to Bird's Eye View with Erica McCall. (laughs) all right so first question of the interview portion let's just let's just start with um you graduating from UCLA and you're going to play overseas what's what's really your mindset um because you weren't drafted you were undrafted and Uh you know I think there's a kind of a there may be some some disappointment for some players what was your mindset coming out of college, going straight to overseas? And where did you play? Um, so, yeah, coming out of college, actually my senior year, to be honest, I wanted to play overseas. But uh, a lot of people don't know that I didn't 
really like know how to get there or I, I was even like thinking about retiring and going really? to, into yeah I was gonna I was looking at grad schools to go to but um yeah so they I thankfully had a teammate her older sister played overseas and um she like put me in contact with some agents and uh yeah I will say like you said like you know everyone comes out of college wanting to go to the WNBA or getting drafted I had a pretty decent season, but then it was like, you know when how it is kind of like if you don't really do well in the tournament, it's kind of hard to get that high draft pick or even yeah. be a draft pick. And I think at that time there was only two rounds of uh, the draft too. So mm-hmm. that that was different too. But um, so back to what I was saying. Um, yeah, I talked to a couple agents and then um, one agent, he was a Canadian Israeli agent and uh, he was trying to get me to go to Israel, and actually teams were passing on me in Israel, too. And then there was one coach wow. who kind of, like, decided to give me a chance. And then I started my career there, and my first four years I was there. And then since then, like, I've been, like, all over the place. So Israel's a, We always say Israel is always a great place in the basketball world, a great place to start as a rookie. Uh-huh. It's, it's yeah. very Americanized in terms of the city and yes. the just the customs food. yeah the food yeah. I know the food's crazy expensive but the food you know all that good stuff so <laughs> yeah. it's a bit of an easier transition you know playing there so yeah. so four years you played in Israel how was that experience um actually I loved it I could actually live in Israel have you played really? there before I have not everyone says you have to go yeah at least one year you should play there for okay. sure but yeah like you said that it's very Americanized it's kind of like a mini America I would mm. say but um it's a lot smaller. So the people are like more like family oriented. So okay. you feel at home, everyone speaks English. Um, I think that, yeah, I played on three different teams in that four years and, but it's really small. It's nice because also like there's a lot of Americans. like Yes. Folks. Yes. So, yes. so like you, I mean, even though you're away, it's kind of like you're still in college. Like you still feel like you're in the <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, I'll be so. seeing the videos of men, the everyone's hanging out in the same area. <laughs> everyone is turning up. I'm like, dang, right. that's that's yeah, what's so, up. So, so it was kind of like a good transition, like you said. But I think after a few years, I kind of like was ready to move on to something different, and then that's where I kind of uh, I went into playing in the next three years. I had went to, into playing in Turkey. So you've, and you've played in Turkey. Yes. Right? Where'd you play Turkey? So I played, actually, two of them aren't in the league anymore. It was Osmanye. Okay. It was a su- Southern Turkey. Um, the second one was Istanbul University. Yes, I know. Uh, yeah. And then third one is Orman. I don't know if you've heard of Yes, Orman. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. We played yeah, against them were, a lot. Yeah. So uh, three different cities. I liked Istanbul the best. Uh, you know, I struggle with that. Like- <laughs> Huh? <laughs> I struggled with Istanbul. I really? did. Wait, yeah. what city did you play in? I, I played. I played in Istanbul. I was with um with with Beshitash, so I was oh. really like the main part of You're the city. In a good area. I wasn't a very good area. Um, but you know, I played in in Hungary, and you know, like Hungary, you played in Romania. It's it's a small. I played in Sexart, yeah. so it's a very small city, and I was just used to that. And so me going to Istanbul, a big city, a lot of people. It was hard. It was like a, a culture shock for really? me. It took some time. Yeah, it took some time for me to adjust to. But I really liked how I had options. Like in Hungary, I didn't have many options. And we had like two uh, grocery stores in town. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Oh, I was able gosh. to go out more. But hey, a lot of people say they enjoy Istanbul. So 
more power to you. Yeah, I mean, just like, I mean, it depends what you like. Like, I'm from a bigger, like, I'm from, like, near the L.A. area. So, I like, like you said, having the option of doing something. Yes. Like, go to, like, a nice restaurant. or Because, like, I feel like when you're overseas, like, life outside of basketball is important. Very. So, you know what I mean? So, being in those bigger cities, I feel like sometimes when I had, like, stuff to do off the court, I played better on the court, if that makes sense. So. No, absolutely. And everyone is different. Yeah. Um, for yeah. me, like, I like going on nice quiet walks in, <laughs> around the city. <laughs> Are you from a small town? You know, I'm from Bakersfield. You know, it's not much. Oh, different. yeah, you did. That. You, that. <laughs> you know that. Um, so <laughs> it's a bit yeah. different for me. Very suburban and and we just don't really have much to do. So, like, going hungry was an easy adjustment for me as opposed to going to Bashitash, where it's like LA, going to LA or New York. Yeah. It's just it's very fast paced, moving groove. So, yeah, it's different. Yeah. I don't know if you would like Israel then, if you. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you told me that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, no, no, but like you might. It just depends. You can find ways to like slow down. You know what I mean? Absolutely. In Istanbul, I feel like it's kind of hard to do that. They don't have parks and stuff like that. So. Never, never. Everywhere I go, I try to go on a nice walk. Cars are honking everywhere. It's just. <laughs> yeah. Istanbul it's a is experience. a lot different. Yeah. yeah. No, for, for sure. sure. All right. So you played in Turkey. And then in 2017, you got invited to actually go to a training camp for the Chicago Sky. What was your mindset mm-hmm. like when when you got that invite? Yeah, so that was after my first year in Turkey. And back when, uh, that year, I remember the Turkey, I mean, Turkey's still a great league, but back then, even the amount of foreigners were different and stuff, so it was really good, and I had a pretty good year that year. And then, um, yeah, I got a call uh, to go to training camp. And, of course, you know how that is when you get the call, you're all, you're super excited. Yeah, yeah. So, um. So toward the end of the season, I was just kind of like playing, like preparing to go into training camp. Um, I came to Chicago. It was with a different coach, uh, Coach Amber Stocks. She was here oh, yeah, for yeah. a year. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or you know how to, um, So, yeah, I feel like it just was like, I feel like my position was kind of already full. And, um, and then also it was like five years ago, I feel like my – mindset was a little bit different then so uh I I would just say that it just wasn't the right timing but uh after that experience I kind of just decided that I would go back to a training camp if it was like very clear that I had a real opportunity to make a team and um thankfully it came up again it was like five years later but (laughs) better late than never right it did and you know I I I talked to a lot of my friends who don't play in the WNBA anymore or who used to and now it's kind of it it can be emotionally exhausting when you have these teams calling you to training camp but you know you're not going to make a team like you know you're just a you know just a spot filler for you know till the big players come to camp and stuff like that and how emotionally exhausting that can be you know, to yeah. just keep getting by and just, and you just know, <laughs> like, I'm just going to be yeah, there for I that mean, time. Yeah, I mean, they don't, they don't say it, but yep. like, you know, you know, so, no, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was kind of like where I was at with that. And um, I mean, when I feel like when I was younger, like going would be, it's more like, okay, I want to go for the experience. But I feel like yes. as you, as I got older, I was like, okay, I had the experience now. It's like, I really want to make the team or just enjoy my summer. Like, cause like you said, it, it can be an emotional roller coaster. Okay. So 
So yeah. No, I understand you. This so, is my first year having my summer off and I've loved it. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, so it. for me, this is my first year not having the summer yes. off in like 10 years. So it's I'm definitely, I'm like thankful to be here, but it is a lot different. Like, yeah. But I'm sure with you, like you probably like are on vacation mode, right? <laughs> I mean, it's different because I'm like back, I'm trying to rehab my body and stuff like that and, and get it right. I've okay. known for, you know, my, my knees just... They aren't like they used to at Stanford. So I got to make sure that I'm constantly on top of it. But I have yeah. been able, like I'm able to go to Universal Studios with my family, which would never be able to have my mom's like, hey, we're going this weekend and I can just, you know, hop on a plane and go out there. And so that's just, yeah. been, it's been beautiful for me to do that. Um, and I'm hoping I can be able to take some type of little vacation um, closer yeah. to, you know, when I'm about to leave. But yeah, I mean, I understand like having this, the summers off has been, it's, it, it's a different mindset. Um, but yeah. how does your body trans translate or how does your body f- feel now that you've played went straight from overseas to the WNBA? Um, well, thankfully I, I, I've like changed like my eating habits. So I like eat very healthy or I try to not all the time, but I like try to eat pretty healthy. That's why you don't know um, about Harold's is fried chicken. In. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> Yeah, because I don't really, I try not to eat fried, but I'm going to try it. Like, if it's that good and it's in Chicago, then I need to try it. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I try to eat healthy. Uh, I try to stay on top of, like, weightlifting and stuff. Um, so my body has felt pretty good, but I think, uh, if anything, it's been more of, like, not having that mental break. You yes. know, after the overseas season it's kind of like I could just like you know like not think about basketball for like a few weeks and just but I haven't had that yet and um that I think has been the toughest part uh especially like when the midpoint of the season came like right before the all-star break I feel like I was like I need that break you know Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. thankfully the I had a few days off of the all-star break to recharge and so I'm feeling better now but I feel like it was more so like not to be and then it's not only not having the mental break it's more like I came in here like I lost my game in Spain our last game came straight here and then it's like I I was on the team but it was kind of like I gotta keep my place on the team so it was kind of like having to prove myself so I like when the other girls kind of come to practice like and have been here they can they're comfortable like I wasn't comfortable yet you know what I mean so every day I'm coming to practice like it's a game so it's like I was having a game every day for like for like two three months so um yeah that was that was tough but I'm like finding ways to to find a good balance now so Love it. now that I'm a, a little bit more comfortable. So. Yes. No, I, I feel you. It's 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 a mental game, especially when you're constantly trying to get minutes and prove yourself for yourself, to your teammates, coaches. Right. I completely understand. It's, it's it's mentally tiring. So so kudos to you. Um, I'm not envious of you this, this season. I'm sorry. <laughs> you said you're what? I said I'm not I'm not uh, envious of you this season. I'm I'm, I'm really enjoying my summer. So <laughs> but I, I yeah, love that. I mean, enjoy it. Really. Enjoy I will. It, like, I will. I will. Okay. Next question. Did you ever feel in the midst of those five years between you going to the training camp to now, did you ever feel like you were, like, gave up on the WNBA? Um, so I would say, I wouldn't say gave up because I feel like in the back of, 
like in the back of my head, I was always hoping for that opportunity to come. But I was okay with, I was kind of like, okay, like if I don't make it, okay. Because I, I feel like when I was younger, I, I was trying to make it. I mean, not only because it was my dream, but also to kind of like prove that I was as good as some of the players that were there. But when I started to play against them overseas and I saw like, oh, like I can play with these girls. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, you know what I mean? I was like, OK, if I don't make it like it's all good. And um, this past year was my first EuroLeague season. And that to, I had never played in the WNBA, but like the way the year, the intensity and like level of the early games it to me that was like a different level so I feel like that was kind of like WNBA level so um once I made it there did well there I was like okay like I'm okay with how my career has went so um yeah I wouldn't say I gave up but I was just like content with how my career had right right you know Absolutely. I, I want to stop here and I want to read something that I read that you actually wrote on your blog. Uh, yeah. OverseasUncaught.com. Oh, yes, of course. I, lo- I love blogs. So I, I definitely I tap into okay, it. I, don't, I haven't been on there in a while. So, I, I'm so this would be beautiful. I, I'm really excited okay. to read this to you. Okay. You ready? Okay. You wrote, <laughs> I'm grateful that Girona recognizes that I can be great, a great contribution to such an elite team. I hope to remind players in a similar position as me to keep grinding because there will be a time when your hard work and talent is recognized. You wrote uh, that. I do remember writing that. Yeah. <laughs> you wrote that in 2019, I believe it was, when you were maybe 2020, when you're about to go play. To yes, to Girona. And then you became the <laughs> league MVP. How do you, how do you feel hearing that? And, and then now you're in the league. And now you're showing, like you said, for players that are in your position, that anything is possible. How do you feel? I mean, people keep asking me that, but I feel like it's hard to explain in words. And like, I don't know, I'm just just grateful. And like, honestly, like I said, when I, a EuroLeague team was willing to sign me, like, it was kind of like, okay, like, like I'm, 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 you know, I'm doing things, you know what I mean. But <laughs> I feel you. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I wish like when I was younger that it kind of probably would have helped me too. Like if I would have, uh, even when I, I actually saw like Shay Petty, she had made the WBA, yes, you yes. know. I, so when I, I remember a few years ago when I saw that, I was like, okay, you know, maybe I can still make it. So players like that, and then even like I said, like if I can inspire other players like that to me is like even more like exciting than me actually like doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's, it's just like, I was really excited to be going to Girona playing your league and, um, and then yeah, things took off. Like I wasn't even expecting it. And to be honest, like I always say now, like you never know who's watching because I was just out there like, playing you know trying to be the best that I could just because I love basketball and then people that I didn't even know were watching and like you know look what happened so well coach Wade coach James Wade was watching (laughs) certainly yeah 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 yeah. he He was certainly watching you Uh (laughs) I had no idea either yeah I mean like you said it's crazy to see who's watching and even like you said like when you get the call from the early like this is my first year gonna play in your league and like when you, I was like, no, no, like, yeah. <laughs> there's no way. Like, it's a big deal. It is, it is, and I'm, I'm yeah. just 
I'm hyped. So I understand like how you feel. I'm like, dang, like I was coming off a season, like really like this is a new team for me. Like I'm just trying to ball. We really kind of an unorganized team. So I'm like, look, I just got to do what I did do because <laughs> we're struggling yeah. right now. So I'm just here to have fun and play ball. And then to see that somebody is watching you and, and to get rewarded for that is amazing. Right. I, I completely understand. Super dope for you. Exactly. Like you said, people are always watching and people are watching you right now. You said you just hope you inspire people that you are inspiring. <laughs> You're inspiring me. You're inspiring fans, even fans who don't play basketball, but are chasing their dreams. And to right. know, like, it, it might not come when I, when I want it or, you know, but man, when the time comes, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. And I feel like when it happens, like in such a unique way or a different way, it, it kind of like makes you like appreciate it more. You know what I Absolutely. mean? Yeah. Or like you said, it can inspire people more. So like I honestly wouldn't even go back to go back and change it because I feel like it's just great. I don't. I don't. Like I said, sometimes it's hard to explain in words. So no, yeah, it's okay. It's I, if if you're watching, you can just see her smile, and <laughs> you can tell <laughs> that <laughs> that she is so appreciative of of everything that she's yeah. been through and that she's enjoying the moment right now. Yeah, love it. Sure. Yes. Okay, so you made the team. Let's let's kind of back backtrack into training camp. What was your mindset going into it? Because you knew, you know, in 2017, you know, what it was going into that. Now, what was different about going into this 2022 season? So um, I think, first of all, uh, I had, like, so in 2017, it was kind of just like, the team reached out and was like, do you want to come to training camp? And that was like, that was, that. I was like, yes. And that was that this time it was like during free agency. I had like, you know, I talked to the coach a little bit and he kind of like, um, talked to me about like what he would want for me. And, uh, and I just feel like, and also I wasn't going to be able to make training camp because my season in Spain had went long. So it's a long season. Like, yeah. So, the time leading up to training camp, you know, as I mean, I'm sure I don't know if you know, but like uh, I was I had gotten invited to the training camp, but it was like you never know what can happen up until Absolutely. then. And I wasn't yep. going to be there, so I wasn't really sure. So that was kind of like, yeah, am I going to is he going to wait for me? Is he not? You know what I mean? So yep. I kind of just was um, I was just like continuing to play in Spain I knew like he would probably be watching so I was like trying to do well that they all, to, to me that was kind of like my training camp because I wasn't going to be able to go mm. to training camp so I yeah. was like trying to treat, play well so I can so he would see it but um thankfully things worked out and uh, I I did miss the first game here in Chicago but um thankfully I did make it over here and to the team like nothing else happened in between there and uh and then, yeah, uh, I ended up coming and I practiced for like a couple of days and then had the first game. So um, I just think the difference it was probably the communication with the coach. Mm. Or, and then um, and and I mean, there had to be a lot of communication, too, because I wasn't going to make training camp. So right. it was kind of just like uh, an ongoing like process. Right. So No, absolutely. I, I understand because. My fifth year playing with Washington, I was in uh, in Hungary. We're playing in the finals, 
And I came in the last day of training camp, practice uh-huh. once, and we, we had a game the next day. Um, yeah. And so just that, that feeling like, dang, like, are they going to wait for me? Um, right. and, and that and that puts a lot of um, trust into the coach, knowing that he knows what you can do. He knows what you can provide. Uh, and really, that's just testament to you. And like you said, you, you use the finals, you know, or, you know, the playoffs for training camp to show them what you can do. Yeah. And you did amazing. <laughs> so um, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, it can be like you, you just never know. Like you said, you went, you went and played the next, but you never know. Like, you just of never course, know. they'll be you like, okay, like, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just never know. So like, <laughs> she's laughing because she knows. <laughs> <laughs> so but you know, you know what's meant to be will be. So like, yeah. it's kind of like, thankfully things worked out. So it worked sure. out. They did. You're out there balling, man. It's it's super dope to see, and everyone's is is hyped about you. And like, man, look at Beck, look at Beck. She out there balling. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever feel pressure because you are considered a rookie? One, what's what's let's stop there. Do you are you fine with people calling you a rookie? Do you feel like that's an appropriate term for you? Yeah, I see people like going back and forth on Twitter about yep. it all the time. But <laughs> okay, so I I definitely would say I'm okay with being called a rookie. Okay. Because honestly, like um I do have overseas experience, but I feel like the league is different and it is. And in some ways I'm still treated like a rookie. And you know, like although like I might be known overseas it's kind of like in the league they don't really know me so like I said when I got here I I've had to prove myself and I even feel like I'm I'm still proving myself because I I really haven't even like shown like all that I can do but it's just like also playing with great players and like future hall of famers you know what I mean it takes time to build trust with them and then even little things too like how we'll, we'll play a team and like can't for example, Candace knows that, like, yes. Ariel Powers likes to do the, the yeah. like, the spin, like, but, and then she'll get me on it, and Candace will be like, no, like, she, this is what she does, like, yes. because they already know, so, um, there, there's definitely things where, uh, like, you can say that it's, like, happens because I'm a rookie, but, um, but I, I also think that, the overseas experience has gave me like confidence, you know, to play against these players. So like you said, I'm like a rookie in a bit. <laughs> See, I knew you would love the game. <laughs> the game. I knew you love it, <laughs> but, but really answered because I think a lot of people don't put into account the recognition of the league, like not knowing different players, not knowing the style of play, like knowing that. Yeah. LA is going to play a certain type of way or you know that Atlanta is going to be that that fast-paced team you know and that that comes with time and experience and so a rookie she is a rookie she claims she the rookie in the vet that's my title for (laughs) (laughs) and one of the best rookies in the league right now you're balling uh what's been the biggest difference for you absolutely what's been the biggest difference for you um playing overseas and in the league I love to hear this is different for guards and bigs so I'm interested to see what what your answer is um hmm, the biggest difference there's a few differences um well first of all I'm surrounded with a lot of great players so um you know 
overseas like as an american i've been overseas for 10 years so i've been the main option overseas like so it's all it's a little bit different coming into a team where uh i'm not the main option so that's one thing and then um also, you know, the three-second rule in the paint, it just looks <laughs> wide open, you know? <laughs> so that's a big difference for sure. And uh, uh, to me, it's also, the play, like, WNBA is a lot more, it's a lot faster. Yes. Uh, I feel like it, it's a little bit more one-on-one, and overseas is more, like, well, like, Spain and France is more, like, team basketball, or, yes. yeah, like, half court basketball so i would say those are the main differences what do you what are the differences that the posts <laughs> and the guards usually say um people usually say that the game is faster i usually say that um overseas is more physical um oh, and maybe yeah. and maybe because i'm bumping you know with the bigs down low and it's a different experience for you you're not doing too much or you you are you're a physical player but <laughs> you're not doing the same so it, it's different though it's yeah. different yeah, so for me, like, that's what I always say. And I'm, like, playing more of a five position when I'm overseas as opposed to when I go to the league, I'm playing the four. So it's less uh, of that physicality. So, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of difference. The, the three and the key is different, too, um, especially as a post player. I love to send the paint, you know, yeah. and, and love the block shots. And then I don't have that as much opportunity um, with, a, with a three right. second rule. So that's, that's funny right. you mentioned that. That's it looks wide open. <laughs> wide open, like. Or it's just more clear whether you have a layup or you need to pass. Right. You know what I mean. What was your What was your first experience when you're like, "Dang, okay, this is the WNBA." Was there like a taste of like somebody blocked you or something? Um, I would say. Let me think. Let me think. Oh, I know what it is. We played Minnesota, and um, I tried to get a rebound over Sylvia Fowles, and she didn't move. <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, "This girl." She's solid. Still when I put against her, solid. I said, this is the WNBA for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I don't know if this is my rookie season, but um, I remember I for some reason, I think it had to just be like transition defense and I had to guard Liz Camdage. Um and <laughs> and she I was running back and then she just sealed me down low. And and I I don't even think that they saw me behind her. <laughs> so, <laughs> She just swallowed me in the yeah. paint and just and just did a, an easy layup and I was like, okay, yeah, you ain't gonna get this overseas. <laughs> yeah, you know, overseas, like I feel like we're more athletic than everyone, but here it's like everyone's athletic yeah. and big and like so it's like like a, like a, I I was just telling uh, Kalia the other day like. Um, getting five rebounds overseas is like easy here yeah. if you get in the league as a guard it's kind of like okay you did something <laughs> right right no I completely understand so, like me getting block shots I'm like yeah I'm, I'm getting them overseas left and right I don't right. I don't know when I can get a block shot <laughs> it's right, just right, right. it's finesse no I completely understand these are this is this is great because I haven't had that thorough of a conversation between the differences usually just be like oh someone says yeah it's faster or more physical but uh, this is yeah good. There, there's a lot of differences like even how you said that you usually play the four yep. uh in the league I feel like when I'm overseas I like like here in Chicago I'm playing the three yes so I don't really handle the ball at all but like overseas I've you know I'm like bringing the ball up coming off picks all the time but when you're playing with so many other skilled players like Vandersloot like it's like you don't have to do as much or yes. you know so you can just like stick to 
one lane. So, like I said, there's a lot of differences. I could probably go on and on. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Yes. Let's finish up with the last question of the interview. Beck, if you could give advice to someone who's in your position, um, say they're, they're three years into playing overseas, um, they still have the dream of, of playing in the league, what would you tell them just to stay motivated? Um, well, I would just say, like, keep going. Um, I think that over the years of me playing overseas, for example, like, I developed a lot more skills. Uh, like, my, I developed a lot more skills overseas. So, as you're playing overseas or or wherever, um, continue to get better and, like, stay motivated. And like I said earlier, like, you never know who's watching. So um, every time you step on that floor, you know, play play like you're trying to get to the league. You know what I mean? And, um, and like, everything always works out and at the right time. So just got to stay patient, stay the course, and um, and keep working. So... Great yeah, advice. That's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Great advice. I think there's so many people out there who who sometimes lose faith um, in their dream because of yeah I mean, the league. It's it's tough to get into, um, and a lot of it's out of our control. Um, and sometimes mm-hmm. it just comes to opportunity, um, but it's it's a mindset. A lot of it's a mindset too. Um, so yes. So beautiful advice. For sure. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. But before we end the show. Usually, yes. I'm sorry. I'm, I usually I give a guest, uh, my I guess a warning. Um, but I was so excited to have you on. I forgot to mention to you. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I always ask my guests um, for every show. What is their craziest overseas stories? You played in several different countries. So I, I know you got one for me. It doesn't have to be absolutely the craziest. Some people like to keep it PG um, because they got some wild ones that that are kind of inappropriate. But. <laughs> <laughs> what you Crazy's got just overseas let's see um okay I don't know if this is that well if it happened in America it would be crazy but like um I would say it would have to be in Turkey and I was in a there's a lot that happens in Turkey but I was like in a taxi and um there was traffic, and so the guy, the driver, just decided to ride on the the emergency lane. Now, okay, that happens in America, but then we missed our exit. He reverses on the freeway, like all the way reverses, and then goes back on the exit. And um, that happened actually a few times. So, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> not more than this occasion okay but i feel like that's like normal that's normal out there but um turkish drivers are yeah, that hadn't happened was, to me that didn't happen to me in turkey so no, that i'm that surprised because <laughs> it happened to me like a few different times they, they must have been relaxed around you because I, <laughs> it didn't happen for me the turkish taxi drivers no. are absolutely crazy um it's an experience <laughs> I, I really uh advise anyone to to go out there and try um to get into turkey taxi's cab um it's it's an experience and like you said you it's definitely an experience definitely an experience for you, sure you are living <laughs> on on the on the wild side no you're like my um uh, maybe my third or fourth turkish story so <laughs> really <laughs> yeah a lot goes down in turkey a lot, a lot goes, goes down, down in turkey sure. i've heard um i've heard two black stories you know the club black oh, oh with yeah, the red yeah, hallway yeah. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. I've gotten two stories about that. Um, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what goes down the black stays the black. Yes. Oh, facts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I always tell everyone that every time I post like a picture of the hallway, you know, with the red hallway, everybody knows shenanigans is about to happen. Something wild is about to happen. So right, right. <laughs> that's one I thing I'm missing. I have a picture in my phone from there too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Everybody knows about black, but Meg, thank yeah. you again for coming on before um, we, we take off, plug yourself, um, tell everyone where we can find you on social media, um, your blog as well. I, I read your blog. I think it's amazing. So if you want to plug that, feel free to. Oh yeah. Um, uh, I do have a blog. It's just about my overseas experiences. I do need to update it and I will soon, but it's called. I think you should do some on your, on your, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to repeat that again. I cut you off, but I think you should do, do one on your WBA experience. I think it'd be dope. I will. I'll, I'll update it. I'll update it sometime this week for sure. Okay. I'm going to, we'll, we'll put um, it in the, in the bio, but okay. Repeat it again. Cause I cut you off. Go ahead. Uh, okay. It's called overseas uncut.com. So yeah, I kind of created it um, a few years ago because you know, being overseas, you kind of don't get as much uh, coverage. So I kind of wanted to give people a little inside, inside look on overseas. So I'm gonna, uh, I need to keep up on it, like I said, but uh, I, I didn't know people still read it. So now that I know, I'm gonna like, get, keep up on that for sure. <laughs> no, for sure. I checked it out. I used to write a blog, a yearly blog on my overseas experiences. So when I saw you have one, I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta check it out. Uh, yeah. yeah yeah okay what's your blog called or do you still have it I it, it was just links it was just I was just doing it for um for a favor for a friend she would just ask me like hey you want to put a blog on my website it was on hoopism um for uh, checks it out okay oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah so um I would just okay. do that you, you probably know Sue Sue is is LA basketball so mm-hmm. yeah I know yeah. she is okay <laughs> um what, where can we find you on um on, on Instagram and and Twitter um instagram uh my what's my instagram my instagram is underscore underscore beck gardner you guys can follow me or uh and then twitter i do have a twitter it is rebecca underscore jasmine yeah that's what it is sorry i i don't even really think about my my handles but yeah i write it down every week um for the podcast because i can't remember it so (laughs) oh (laughs) <laughs> no worries i forget yeah, all the time but, okay <laughs> at least i know i'm not the only one no you're good you're good i'm about to read it right now uh but for those who want to follow me you can follow me at birds of word underscore 24 on instagram and on twitter and of course you want to follow the show on instagram you can follow us at birds podcast and on twitter the number one birds eye view uh somebody wrote a dope um a dope comment about the show and rated me um and i was like oh my gosh thank you what I'm doing matters. <laughs> so Yeah, <laughs> it's dope what you're doing for sure. Oh, thank you. And like you said, like a lot of people don't get an insight on what our lives are like overseas in the league. So this is what the podcast is all about. Birds right. eye view. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for yeah. tuning in, guys. Have a blessed Love week. It. Um, this is Rebecca Rebecca Gardner, uh, all-star, amazingness, super dope episode. Thank you. <laughs> Deuces. Thanks for having me.